The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to continue our conversation about what it takes to be successful in the MarTech industry. Joining us again is Daryl Alfonso, who's the Global Marketing Operations Manager at Amazon Web Services, which provides a highly reliable, scalable, low-cost infrastructure platform in the cloud that powers hundreds of thousands of businesses in 190 countries around the world. With data centers located in the U.S., Europe, Singapore, and Japan, customers across all industries are taking advantage of AWS's low-cost, elastic, open, and flexible, secure platform. Yesterday, Daryl and I talked about some of the things that you need to think about to be successful in your MarTech career. And today, we're going to talk about how to be a great operator, specifically focusing on what's the truth about MarTech reporting. Okay, here's the rest of my conversation with Daryl Alfonso, Global Marketing Operations Manager at Amazon Web Services. Daryl, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Happy to be here and excited to continue our discussion. I'm ready. Yesterday, we talked about what makes a great MarTecher, and you basically had two lists of three, right? Just to not get fired, you got to understand how databases work, get access to the data. You have to understand the basic principles of marketing, and you have to be organized to be able to pull a campaign off. What turns a good MarTecher into a great one is their ability to document what they're doing, build relationships that are going to be impactful and help them get credibility and all the resources they need to pull off their campaigns. And the last one is an affinity for business results, making sure that you're always focused on what's actually going to improve the business, not just make your MarTech stack a little taller. Today, we're going to turn the table a little bit and focus on what actually makes a marketing operator successful. And, and we're kind of going to double click into that business results component and talk about some of the KPIs and what really matters for MarTech reporting. You oversee over a thousand people that are marketing operators in your role at AWS. You're an operator yourself. Talk to me about how you think about MarTech reporting and what really matters. I think for me, a lot of what's happening and a lot of what's going on, unfortunately, is really vendor driven when it comes to what tools should we be using, what metrics should we be reporting on. And I think that honestly, it's become really complicated. And a lot of the signal is being lost amongst the noise. The way that I think about marketing reporting is there's really two main things that you need to be planning for. One is you need to produce reports that help you make better decisions. 
And then second is you need to produce reports that help tell a story to leadership. If you focus on those two and build strong foundational reporting for those two separate initiatives, that's the best starting place. And honestly, I think that a lot of marketers are lacking in those two separate ways to think about it. So let's break those up. I think about it as like, hey, what matters to my boss? What are the metrics that they're reporting so I know what to tell them so they think I'm doing a good job? And then the second group is, how do I make better decisions? How do I just get access to the data so I can understand what's really happening with my vertical within the business? How do you prioritize the two of those? Do you figure out your business and try to feed those KPIs up to your boss or you're taking your boss's KPIs and then pivoting your metrics? I think it's the latter. And also, Benjamin, feel free to chime in or argue against what I'm saying. I think this is a controversial topic. (laughs) I think it depends who your boss is. If your boss is an idiot, you should take your own KPIs. But I joke around, you might be the expert in a given field and your boss might not know what the right KPIs are for your field. You might have a performance marketer who doesn't understand how to evaluate brand metrics or vice versa. So there's a little dance here. Talk to me about your view and generally what are you seeing in terms of the chicken or the egg debate? Do I take my boss's metrics or do I figure out my own? It's tough. So as you said, if your boss is an idiot, it's kind of hard. <laughs> Just in general, life is hard if your boss is an idiot. Right, right. And then and then there's a difference between your boss coming up with metrics or metrics that are sort of filtering down from the business. And that's sort of the one that I'm trying to get at. And a lot of this starts with finance. And the way I like to think about this is starting with the end in mind or working backward from the business goals. And I have a really, really simple framework of doing so. And it's taking a look at what is the revenue target for the business, new sales, then splitting it out to what is marketing's contribution going to be for the year. And that's usually in terms of percentage. And then averaging out how many deals are going to be required to make up that marketing contribution. And then following the funnel all the way down from there, from deals to marketing generated opportunities to marketing generated meetings and demos and so on and so forth. And that I think is the better way and simplified way of thinking about marketing reporting. There's the concept of a marketing funnel, which a lot of us think about as prospect to MQL to SQL to customer, hopefully. I think that the same concept goes that sort of trickle down of what my boss's KPIs are. How do I break that down into the specific KPI for my channel and then the specific KPI for an individual operation within the channel? And I'll give you an example. My boss cares about revenue per lead. So I not only need to understand what the leads are, but also the revenue opportunity per one and then what the potential conversion rate is. You have to break down what your boss is thinking about or what's being fed to you. And so you're making sure that you're hitting the mark. On the flip side, there's specific channels that are designed for specific marketing activities that are designed for specific KPIs. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex, ready to take your team from I think to I know then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. 
1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. Talk to me about some of the ways that you're seeing people put together KPIs and marketing reports that makes them successful and what actually ultimately makes those reports operational and useful. I think that data science and drilling down and analyzing all of these numbers is extremely important, but it's important not to get lost. And marketing, for many marketers, it's going to make up about 20-25% of their job. So oftentimes we don't have the luxury of being a data scientist and spending all of our time building out these models and trying to figure out what to do. The best way that I like to think about it is coming back to that making better decisions. Like, how are we going to improve upon what are we doing and what numbers are important to the business? So picking out the KPIs, like you said, is an important part of it. And it's going to be different for each business. Most of my career is B2B SaaS. So one of the ones that I find for new business is meeting set, is this concept of how many demos take place. And that's a really, really key metric that I think kind of goes overlooked. But it could be something like new account signups, free trials, um, certain amount of usage on the platform. That's how I like to think of it. I think that there's also a big challenge when you think about reporting is making sure that you have access to clean data. We get so many disparate sources of data as you figure out what your KPIs are and you need to make sure your data is actually accurate. What are some of the tips that you have for making sure that you're getting useful information out of the reports that you're actually building? I think actually going through the exercise and why I like to start from the end and go backward is to start to see some of the areas where the data doesn't make sense and where there are big gaps in the data. And that's where that comes from. And building things like the marketing funnel report, for one, reports on the database and the quality and the integrity of the data within the database, I think are big parts of figuring out if you have data problems or not. Because if you're not using some sort of reporting framework to figure out if you're off course or not, you're really going to be relying on downstream issues that come up that can give you that sort of hint to the fact that you have data problems. So being proactive about building reporting mechanisms and alerts to let you know if your data is bad or not, I think is particularly key. I feel like it mostly at the enterprise scale companies that you're handed data. 
you're not sitting around saying, okay, I'm going to go build the report. I'm going to build the database. I'm going to make sure that it's clean. And then I'm going to run my reports. It's here's your data, go analyze it. What are the signals that you look at to understand whether you have a data quality problem as opposed to a business performance problem? Well, I will say at Amazon, we do have one of the luxuries of having full-time data scientists and data specialists that do this on a regular basis. So when I tend to give advice to my colleagues at other companies, I tend to kind of go down a different route. And we usually don't really have the issues that you're kind of speaking of because it is someone's primary responsibility to kind of look at these integrity problems. But I will say that what's been an enormous help for me has been building, whether that's in tandem with another team, trending and time series reports that give you a sort of pulse as to how the data is doing. For example, I'm talking about total number of customers that meet this specific profile criteria, meaning they have these fields filled out within the database number of customers that have performed certain action or have certain service usage, all of these things, if you monitor them on a trending basis, can give you real insight into if there's issues, both data issues and business issues. Okay, so let's go back a little bit into yesterday's conversation where you said, you know, having some business acumen is one of the most important things that's going to separate you from an average to a great martecker. You're going to figure out what your KPIs, make sure that they're in line with your boss. You're going to figure out your data integrity. How do you actually use the reporting you're using to make sure that you're making good, valuable decisions? First, I definitely want to say that when you're building reports, another really big part of the missing piece that marketers don't think about is the credibility of the reports. And that really kind of comes down to making sure you have buy-in from the different stakeholders. And that's not just leadership. It's actually your coworkers and colleagues in different departments that can undermine everything that you're doing. So I think it's really important to know that there's more to reporting than just digging into the data. So different ways that you can figure out how to make better decisions is to kind of first see what's working and what's not. This is channel reporting, campaign reporting, lead source reporting. This gives you a good indicator of where you're strong and where you are weak. And then taking the different elements and learnings or commonalities that you have from your strong sources and then seeing if that you can bolster the weak sources or eliminate them or minimize their exposure completely is the way that I think about it. Yeah, at the end of the day, what matters when you think about marketing and MarTech reporting is your ability to get access to the data you're using but to be able to report it to make sure that you're making a business impact. And there's a myriad of different data sources that we're getting and ways that you could look at your business. And honestly, as much as we want to call reporting a science in some form, it is an art, the actual art of the decision and prioritizing what matters for your business. And there is strategy that goes into this as well. Daryl, I appreciate you coming on and telling us a little bit about your thoughts on the truth about MarTech reporting and how you could use it to be more successful in your job. Thanks, Benjamin. Been a lot of fun. Thanks again for the opportunity. All right. That wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. 
Thanks to Daryl Alfonso, Global Marketing Operations Manager at Amazon Web Services for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Daryl, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is DemandDaryl, D-E-M-A-N-D-D-A-R-R-E-L-L. Or you could visit his company's website, which is aws.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Schapp, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, an I Hear Everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.